Well, welcome to Entry Frag, your best choice for unqualified and amateur analysis of Siege and Counter-Strike Pro Esports. I am your host, Alex Boston, and I'm here with the Venezuelan masterpiece, Brian Ansauce. How are you today? I'm very good. Thank you for the compliment. I'm flabbergasted. Well, you're just so fucking goddamn hot. And so are you, buddy. Hey, you thank a, you so much, man. You're a beauty. I would. Aww. Let's just say you're a 10 out of 10 in my book. Fuck yeah, dude. I love you so much. Anyway, so All this right. is our pilot yeah. episode. Um, we're just trying to get the fucking jeebies out. And Saul's was super nervous. I had to hug him through Discord. And yes, if you don't know I, how difficult that is, then you just don't really understand, I guess. I truly needed that. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess a little bit of background on why we're doing this. Um, <clears throat> I forced Ansals to do it. I forced him. He had no choice in the matter. He's turned me down several times, and yes. uh, he didn't have the chance this time. I tied him down, hit him with whips, and he is now recording this podcast with me. Any objections? Uh, please call 911. Okay, that, don't. <laughs> Call 911. You're not entirely sure what to tell them, but tell them something. Tell them hi. Ask how they're doing. You know, they have a rough job. They have yeah, a rough it's very job. Difficult. Very, very <laughs> So I guess since it's the beginning of the show, I will plug our Twitter that does not have a header or a picture yet, but it's there. I promise. It is at uh, Twitter. <laughs> it is at, at Entry Frag Pod, all one word. I'll say that again, at Entry Frag Pod. Hit us with your follows, your questions, your suggestions, and uh, your criticisms. Uh, yeah. Those will be ignored, but you can put them there, I guess, if you really feel the fucking urge to. I personally love hate mail. Well, you do love hate mail. You're a masochist if I've ever met one in real life. Oh, yeah. Turns me on. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Fucking yes! No, keep going. No. <laughs> so I guess uh, the reason why we want to do this podcast is me and Ansels are both <clears throat> big fat fucking pro league nerds when it comes to Counter Strike, and I'm you know more so a Siege guy, but he follows it too. And uh, you know we just wanted to get our voices out there. There is a big ass hole when it comes to CG Sports, when it comes to like podcasting and YouTube videos and stuff like that. It's not really that heavily covered. Um, get flanked. And like Prodigio Pete and uh, Rogue Nine, they do a section on their show at the end of it, but it's only like 10, 15 minutes long. And we'd like to get a little bit more in depth with that. And there's way better Counter-Strike shows than what ours will be. But um, it doesn't hurt to get your voice out there, you know? Yeah, absolutely. No, I, think, I think we can always give uh, some better input. Or not better, but, you know, different input, rather. And Exactly. Always. A little bit different opinion, you know, because we don't hate it yet. We haven't been in, we haven't been embroiled in the scene for so long that we despise it like some of these other guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and if you've noticed, Ansos has an accent. That is because he is from Montana, and they just sound weird there. It's nothing really. I wouldn't worry about it too much. Yeah, it's just the know. air over here. It's <laughs> <laughs> so dry. <laughs> um. So I'd like to talk about, you know, what's kind of our history, you know, but like between the two of us, what's our history of these sports, our history, history with like competitive gaming and things of that nature. I'll give you the floor. Okay. Uh, well, I am a very competitive person in general. I have played FPS since forever, pretty much, and I have participated in uh, a fair amount of uh, events, well, not events, but competitive 
uh, tournaments, although they're not mm -hmm. really that out there. Like they're not uh, MDL or whatever. What do you, or you want to call that? Or you know? I mean, really come on! Don't be modest. You played in a two hundred thousand dollar Team Fortress Two tournament. You don't have to be. You don't have to be shy. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> I have some experience with the competitive scene as a player and I have always followed for the most part those aspects of the FPS games I've played and yeah I think that I cover some of my background um, why don't you tell us more about you you know, I'd, I'd love to. I'd love to. Yeah, I'd be I happy to would, tell you yeah. about why I think I'm qualified to do this podcast. Um, <clears throat> I'm also a, a, an unreasonably uh, competitive person. Um, I started out in Halo, uh, Halo 2, when I was 13 years old. Um, competed at a whole fuckload of, you know, local lands around Northeast Ohio, where I, where I lived then. Um, and then Halo 3, I was more competitive. I competed in the MLG circuit in duos. Um with my good friend Jay. And then um, <clears throat> from then on, I competed in Call of Duty. Um, I did Destiny uh, stuff for MLG in Dallas. So I've had like a long line of just like, you know, playing games competitively. When it comes to Siege, I got into Siege. I fell in love with that game after playing it for 10 minutes. Even back when it came out and it was this buggy, you know, mess of a shit game. No one liked it. No one bought it, but I did. Um, I was, uh, I played with a bunch of people who are pro now back then, and I did, I played like in the CCS Xbox League, <clears throat> um, like several different, I played in like ESA and several other like competitive leagues that were around back then. Um, I was an in-game leader of several teams. Uh, I've been diamond um, almost every season until like the last two, and I've followed uh, CG Sports since year one, season one. Um, back when it was nothing but like a bunch of 30-year-old fat dudes who made up their own org in their living room. Um, those were the days, by the way, if you're curious. <laughs> Guys like Nine Line who didn't know his, you know, shoe from his own asshole. The guy was a fucking idiot. Doesn't matter. Uh, when it comes to Counter-Strike, I've been following Counter-Strike <clears throat> since the 1.6 days. Um, I didn't really start playing it until recently, but I've been following it as an esports for like a long time long time. I really got into it around like 2000, 2013 ish, I guess when Nip had their 87 and 0 run <clears throat> when it came, you know, the 87 and 0 map run, um, LDLC, all those older teams like that, you know, I've got a few favorite moments. You know, I've got my favorite, you know, one of my favorite moments is Kenny S on cobblestone at the Katowice major. It was Kenny S and guardian were the last two left. <clears throat> and Guardian was behind Fountain and the casters were hyping it up like it was going to be some major showdown and Kenny S just walks up and slaps Guardian off the server like he had never been there in the first place. You know, things like that. I just, I just have a major passion for all esports, really, but the main two I follow are uh, Siege and Counter-Strike. Yeah. I should mention that I have much, much more experience with Counter-Strike as I've been playing that for 10 years now. Holy shit. And uh, I have followed Siege since not that long ago, 
at the beginning of the year, pretty much. And started watching since the Pro League finals that happened at that time. I cannot, I could not tell you which one. Was, was it Sao Paulo, Brazil? Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember particularly. What I remember is that they reveal Outbreak and Operation Chimera. That's, that's yeah, a, that was Invitational. <clears throat> since then, I have when we were all when we were all. Oh, go ahead, buddy. Sorry. I, I have had an eye on the game for a while. I have owned it since uh, retro, I believe, but I never really got into it. I've had many, many issues. Yeah, but right now, you mentioned I'm, you mentioned Macy J was like a big reason that you got into it. Like that you really got into it, right? Yeah, yeah. a lot of a lot of faces, I guess, from the siege scene got me into it. Uh, Macy, Ammunition, and uh, even Rogue Nine, because I like, I personally like analysis videos on mechanics and stuff of games. And there is no better person in the world for that than Rogue Nine. Yeah. It's Rogue Nine crazy. is the, he's the three kicks, three clicks Philip of fucking Siege, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's fantastic. Oh, I love that guy. I love that guy. Anything else you got? Um, not really. Counter Strike is my baby. I've been playing that since forever, and I've been following the esports since one point <clears> six, but very vaguely, up until pretty much twenty fourteen, where I got CS:GO and I got into it and started watching it more. And I should also uh, preface that I'm a huge fan of the Brazilians in. Counter Strike, so <clears throat> like Kogu, <laughs> Kogu. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kogu is number one player in world. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's old HLTV forum flashbacks from two thousand and six. Oh, oh the good old days. Oh, who do we think the number one player is? I think that it's Neo. It's Kogu, Brazilian flag next to his name. <laughs> Those were the fucking days, man. Those were the days. So I'd like to get real hot and heavy right now. Let's talk about, uh, did Flusha cheat? Was Flusha a cheater? I think Flusha <laughs> cheated. I don't think Flusha cheated, but he might have cheated. What do you think, Senor Vac? Well, you know... <laughs> There's two, there's two opinions to this for me. I could give you my 2014 opinion. <laughs> mm-hmm. My 2018. Give me the, I want, I want 2014 opinion of Ansaws, and I want 2014 Twitter uh, uh, language. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, 2014 me was, I don't know, very biased towards the community. Uh, very, I guess, malleable. So. Any opinion that I would hear, I would be biased towards it. Uh, so, I could, so you're telling me? Oh, go ahead. Sorry, did not mean to interrupt. I could tell you uh, what I tweeted out uh, four years ago with my thoughts on Russia. Let's get your best example. Okay, Russia saying that he hasn't been banned in his seven years of CS has and has been reviewed a lot by admins in the community. He says his playstyle is very different and 
as if that justifies his aim locks and the odd waiting when he when there's an enemy in, in the other area nearby. The CSGO community is mature, mature, yeah, but that doesn't mean they're wrong. The guy is blatantly cheating, and Valve is doing nothing about that. And Valve is doing nothing about that. Yes. <laughs> that was... Oh, vintage, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that was so you're telling angry. me. So you're telling me if the Zipniks smoke scandal happened in 2014, you would call Zipniks a cheater? Oh, absolutely. I would have been with Nico up there. I would have been just as upset as that man. As that angry Bosnian dude. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, that I was have... just a little way to... <laughs> I, would have... I would have written a letter to NVIDIA, to Valve, and to Astralis about... This about this. You must ban Glaive, you must ban <laughs> Zipniks to ruining the competitive integrity of Counter Strike Global Offensive. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, for the record, uh, neither of us think Zipniks was cheating. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Like, not in the slightest. Um, no, I thought that was just a good way to break the ice. A nice little fucking fire burner. I know you're passionate about Flusha. <laughs> You think he's a beautiful man? Yeah, I think he's the teddy bear now. He is, dude. He's adorable. I was watching uh, I was watching Shroud and Nothing and Skadoodle play the new BR yesterday. Oh, yeah. And Nothing was bitching about Flusha in FPL. <laughs> he goes, oh, because Flusha was in their BR game. And uh, he goes, yeah. Flush is the grimiest FPL player I have ever played against. <laughs> He's like, he goes, he reminds me of me, only grimier and sweatier. <laughs> yeah. Did you see? Uh, did you see that fucking Twitch clip of Flusha getting the one v five with a fucking deagle on oh, a yeah. on Mirage? Yeah. Good absolutely lord. Nasty. Good lord. He's a bad bitch, dude. <laughs> he really is. I'm excited for Cloud Nine. Did you see, uh, this is kind of, we don't really have this part planned, but did you see uh, Golden is, like, actually really fucked up? Like, the dude's, like, really sick? No, I had no idea. I, yeah, he's having, he's having, like, serious heart problems. Geez. Yeah, it, so they I picked only knew up, about uh, the heart problems and that they were going to pick up Refresh. Yeah, they, got, they picked up Refresh from Fragsters. Now, that kid is a fucking animal. Like, I don't know how much Fragsters you've watched, but... I'll, I'll, be, I'll believe you, because I have no idea. No, he's really good, especially when it comes to just crazy Danish people. I'm pretty sure he's Danish. Can I get a fact check on that? Uh, yes. Uh, pretty sure Refresh is Danish. He is. He indeed is. Yeah, that's what I thought. Look at me. Look at me. Guessing nationalities. <laughs> No, I think that would be interesting to see because it, it's not like the old days, you know. Back in the 1.6 days and, like, early CSGO days and even, like, back in Source, a lot, you know, I guess a greater number of younger players got the chance to fill in for teams when somebody was downed. You know what I mean? But nowadays, you usually just rent another player, like another big player from another team. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. when, Devi mm. when Device was hurt, Astralis went and rented Dennis from fucking Fnatic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or... Mm. Or when, like, and Olaf was hurt, they got, you know, um, exist, you know. So. Yeah. And not I'm only excited. that, but 
uh, also uh, stemming from that that it's not like the old days. Like nowadays, you can you can rent a player, and that player can play pretty much any role nowadays because of the way uh, players uh, train and build up now. Like they are so they have they're so hybrid. <clears throat> it's the age of the hybrid player, hundred percent. Yeah, man. they can just 100%. replace pretty much anyone, except for, I guess, arguably an AG, IGL or um, yeah. maybe an opper. But well, even then, even players subbing in for even players who are forced to be IGLs, that's that's a lot of the time how you get your you know your new IGLs like Tarek, Tarek. It wasn't an IGL, <laughs> yeah. and then he became an IGL. Turned out he was a damn good one. Led Cloud Nine to a major. Uh, same yeah. thing with Golden. Golden wasn't really an IGL, and then he came into Fnatic. In game led them to what did they win? They won WESG, and then they won fucking uh, oh my god, uh, the last Katowice. Not this past one, but the one before it. <laughs> like like back to back. And then Fnatic stabbed him in the back and fucking screwed him to death. Do you know that story? <laughs> yes. It's yeah. fucking fucked up. <laughs> they fuck. Oh, we're gonna get. Yeah. We're gonna make you the entry fragger. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> 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 that'll work. Ha, works every time. Flawless. Don't even see a problem with it. <laughs> I don't know, dude. <clears throat> but no, back to the refresh thing. I am excited to see what refresh can do because he. You know, against like tier two and tier three opponents, he shreds. I mean, the dude is, the dude is an absolute monster, on Fragsters. Yeah. He's probably he probably their best player, and uh, you know him getting the chance for Cloud Nine to play a blast. Um, that's gonna be really cool to see what he does. You know, now who's gonna in game lead though for Cloud Nine? That's an interesting question. I would say, possibly automatic. I think he's had that experience with Cloud Nine and. He's played enough with them to, I guess, lead or know at least know the strategy and how they want to play. Yeah, I'd say I'd say automatic or Keo. Keo is very good and Keo's very cerebral. Yeah, he's definitely a smart player. That's what I would think. I think he'd make. I think he would make a. Well, I don't know if he'd make an excellent IGL, but I think he'd be a good fill-in because I don't. I wouldn't want automatic. You know, IGLing just because he is their main fragger. You know what I mean? Well, he's he's opping now. Uh, he is opping now. I forgot. I couldn't remember yeah. who took over after Skadoodle left. Thank you. I completely fucking yeah. forgot about that. <laughs> he is an opper now, but I guess there's some way to being an opper and an IGL <coughs> falling. Uh, but yeah. Uh, M- MSL? Yeesh. <laughs> 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 I can't badmouth MS all that badly. He slapped a vice into the dirt at Stockholm yeah, and that one time. Was, and then he and got then he kicked went, from the team a yep. week later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no big deal. Mm-hmm. Beat Astralis in two best of threes. Do bad at a major. Kicked from your team. Yep. Owen. Don't worry, though. His career's on an upturn. He He's on rogue now. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Broke for good. Uh, <coughs> <coughs> what? They have Hiko. Watch up, Hiko. Oh, yes. <laughs> I can't believe those words just came out of your mouth. What a mean-spirited guy. <laughs> You're right. Did? You're 100% uh, right. I know I'm right. Like, <laughs> come on now. The man's been... Man, that's been... <laughs> yeah, the theme is not good. 
they're just not that good anymore. No, they're really, they're really not great. Um, we're going to take a quick break just to get our heading, see where we're going to go in the show from here. We'll be back for you guys probably instantly for us here in a couple minutes. We'll see you all in a second. Welcome back, <laughs> boys and girls. And I meant to say men and women and boys and girls. Whoever wants to listen to it, I don't care. <laughs> we're, going, we're coming back strong now. This is good. So I wanted to get into some Siege since we talked about CSGO for 20 minutes. Figured we might talk about Siege since it's in the title of the show. Yep. <laughs> and um, if you guys didn't know, if you guys aren't you know familiar with Siege, they released, uh, you know, the new season just came out. It's called Wind Bastion. They released two new operators, um, Cade and Nomad. Nomad <clears throat> has uh, these air dart things. I don't remember what they're called. I'm probably I believe, supposed to. I believe they're called air jabs. Air jabs. That's stupid. So <laughs> everyone freaked out about them. They're not, they're, you know, you shoot them on the ground. If a, if, a, if a defender walks by them, they get knocked down for a second, and then they can get back up. Um, you can get knocked through soft walls, stuff like that. Now, when they first came out, they would go off in the air, and they would go off instantaneously, but they got nerfed. So now they no longer go off in the air, and they have a one-and-a-half-second arming time. Which I think makes them useless. <laughs> what do you think? I think there's still some use to it, but they definitely seem a little weak. Now, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So the big thing that all the Pro League players were saying was that the problem with Nomad is it took control away from your character. And in an FPS, you blah, 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 you never want to take control away from the character, which is fine. You know, that's fine. But we're not talking about like, oh, you get knocked on the ground for 30 seconds and you can't do anything. It's literally a second. Yeah. That is it. Um, <clears throat> I've always been a big fan of like the pro players know best pro players blah 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 like forever and every game always that's what I do but I think with this season uh, the pros went a little bit overboard the the day the TTS came out you had people calling for the removal of the new sniper pistol already just want it gone it's fucking broken this shit's fucking broken blah 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 and I just at this point it's starting to get annoying because every time a season comes out before anybody else gets to see the operators you already have pro players just calling for everything to be nerfed instantaneously and yeah. uh Siege I can is see... way worse about that than any other game from what I can tell yes I can see where they're coming from because there was a time where Ubisoft didn't seem to care much for the pro feedback or feedback mm -hmm. in general and they were kind of doing their own thing and obviously that upset a lot of the community and and now they're listening a lot maybe too much <clears throat> i think they're listening too much because they nerfed these operators before anybody even got to play them i mean pc players yeah but you have to remember the pc player base is 60,000 on steam and we'll say another 15,000 on new plays so 75,000 on pc on Xbox, it's like one million, <laughs> and then on PS4, it's like two million. You know what I mean? So that's three million people who never even got to play these operators the way they were, you know, advertised. Yeah. You yeah. know, and I guess I'll get into Kate. I left. It's not Kate. It's Kaed. If you're Milos and you get all tilted because you're from, <laughs> like, where is he from? Libya? Like, I, I believe Belgium. Well, I have Belgium, but I could be talking about <clears throat> my ass here. Probably am. It's here. 
Well, Kate has these things called crabs, and he got them from a wild night that he had with Nomad. <laughs> no, <laughs> he has uh, electro claws, is what they're called, and you can throw them on any surface, and they have this area of effect. And any metal surface that's within that area of effect gets, you know, gets electric, electric, electrified, electrify. Thanks, Ansel's from Montana, helping me with my English. Um, <clears throat> And I think that's a like, really cool thing. It's super, it takes a long time, so you can't trick Thermite with it, which I thought was a good touch. You can trick Habana if you're really fast, which I thought was nice. Um, you can do hatches with it from underneath. Like, it really changes the meta, which is what I think new operators should do. They should change the meta, and I thought that was a really you know, cool thing. And uh, they nerfed him, like a lot, actually. They took away one of his Electric Claws, <clears throat> and... Uh, which, you know, kind of makes him useless at this point. Because having three of those was the reason you'd pick him. His gun is terrible. His SMG has a 750 fire rate and, like, does 24, 25, something like that. It does sub-30 damage at a 750 fire rate. It's the worst SMG on offense. <clears throat> he has a shotgun DMR um, that has so much kick it's unreasonable. And he has the sniper pistol that's not as good as everyone's telling you it is. It's pretty good. But it's not this overblown, broken piece of shit that everyone wants to call it. <clears throat> and he's also fat. He's a three-armor, one-speed. So this dude's yeah. slow. He's not the bandit replacement everybody thought he was going to be. And he lost one-third of his utility before the fucking operation even came out. Um, I think that's unreasonable, you know? And I, I, I just... Especially with the fact that they're doing the... Uh, <clears throat> they have the new uh, evaluation period for operators in Pro League where once an operator comes into the game, it does not enter Pro League until three months after it's released. So yeah. I feel like just release the operators as they are, see how they work out in like the actual in-game setting, because the TTS is different. It's still Siege, but it's sweatier. It's way sweatier than normal Siege. So it's things aren't really going to work out the same. So see how it works over the long term, and then nerf from there. I think this preemptive nerfing is not the way to go with these new operators. What do you think? Yes, I think with the introduction of the evaluation period, they should have also not gone with the, the uh, pre-launch nerfing. I think the way they should have gone about it is they release these operators into the wild. If they're absolutely broken, that's okay, quote-unquote. They can evaluate those with a bigger sample size and, and see how they can change it without being too drastic or, you know, being drastic even. But what you need is that time to see how the community reacts to it, how they, how they can work around it if they can and how it would be the best way to approach this balance rather than just being like oh the TTS says that it's broken but they have played it for what 24 hours uh, let's change it and and it's kind of pointless to have that evaluation period if you're gonna do that I don't think it's very smart I don't think it's the way to go about it <clears throat> no, I completely agree. And uh, see, I personally, I think the evaluation period is incredible. I think that's one of the best ideas that um, Ubisoft has ever had when it comes to balancing Pro League. The evaluation period is is great. You know, if we had the evaluation before, we would have not seen the Ella takeover 
<clears throat> we would have not seen the Lion meta. All of these things would have been changed before they ever entered Pro League. So I can see how it would work in the future if we get an operator that can, I don't know, come into the map and just catch everyone on fire instantaneously. Yeah. It won't fuck up Pro League. It'll just fuck up ranked and R6TMs. Yeah. Yay, ranked is already yeah. fucked up. You don't, you don't need a broken yeah. operator to make ranked suck. Um <clears throat> I, I just don't know what the thought process was in nerfing these guys. So I mean, nerfing like Nomad, we talked about uh, Ed Cade's fucking SMG being a piece of shit. Um, Nomad's guns are also terrible. That AK-74 she has is in the bottom three assault rifles <laughs> on offense. That puts her down there with Blackbeard's assault rifle. And the only reason Blackbeard's assault rifle is good is because he has the head shield. It is not a good gun by itself. He has the head shield. Um, I'm not entirely sure what the other one is. <clears throat> I do not. I think it's Finca's. Finca's fucking assault rifle is a piece yep. of shit. Yep. And now you have Nomad's guns, a piece of shit. She so has a secondary called the ARX or something like that. That's apparently pretty decent, but it has a 20 round mag. So it's like Habana's gun. Habana's gun is all right, but it has a 20 round mag. You know, it's not that great. <clears throat> um, I just think the, uh, I just can't agree. I cannot agree this one time with the pro players when it comes to these, uh, when it comes to these, you know, pre-release nerfs, because they're not even the same operators they were advertised as at the point at this point. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. And going back to uh, their use and how they can apply to uh, the game itself, I think there is some use to Nomad. Um, it's very uh, kind of specific. It's not that great. She seems to be best as a main fragger kind of even though she's two two i believe two speed two armor <clears throat> two speed two armor with a weak gun she'd be a great yeah. entry um and not a different like a more csgo type entry than a ash type entry where you're going in there getting info and dying you know what i mean getting yes. refragged because you can run in there shoot your fucking little dicks off have people blow up all over the objective and die and then you can give your call outs to your secondary entry, your sledge, your buck, or whoever's coming in behind you. I can see her doing that effectively. Yes. I think or, her uses. Well, uh, go on. No, no. Go ahead, buddy. Okay. I think her uses are best for uh, area denial, in a way, and information. Uh, and when the diffuser is planted, you can just place those air gaps the diffuser and deny the diffuse and even then it's very minimal impact because it's yeah in pro league it's different pro league having diffuse denial is a huge deal that's a that's a big deal in pro league and ranked eh, like you're not you don't plant the bomb as much as you maybe think you do in ranked you know yeah. and if you do plant the bomb it's not as big of a deal as you think it might be in pro league they plant the bomb almost every single round so yeah you know, post-plant denial is a, is a big deal, you know, and offense didn't have a lot beforehand. We had the, the sneaky breach charge occasionally once a year when somebody would try that. You'd have the Claymore, which they don't really try in Pro League. So this would be like the only kind of actual post-plant denial that they would have. And um, why they would want that nerfed, I still can't completely understand because it's not like, okay, it's a 1v2 <clears throat> on defense. Um, I killed the Nomad. Hey, make sure you watch out for air jabs on the ground real quick. Shoot those before you rush in there and defuse. Or you can just run into them, get knocked over for a second, and then come back and defuse. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the defuse timer is 15 seconds long. Or no, the defuse timer is the same. I apologize. But I don't know. It's just 
I'll have to play with it. Like, I haven't played with it a lot. I guess I'll have to try it out in, like, R6TMs or something like that, I guess, to really get a feel for it, for the post-plant. Yeah, I think the nerfs have... The nerfs were a little too drastic for Nomad, I think. Yes, in a way, having it instantly detonate is a little broken, but having it take such a long time, it's also just pointless. There's really no... <clears throat> no other benefit to balance it out. Like her gun is not godlike. Like she's not fast. Like she doesn't have a, a a grenade. Like she doesn't have nades or something like. That. So I yeah. think I think yeah, she could use a change mid-season perhaps. I kind of think she's been relegated to like 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 entry frag. But mostly, I think she's been relegated to stay in the back, don't die, post-plant denial, and flank watch at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's going to be her main usage. <clears throat> yeah, for now, it seems that way. and It it seems kind of a niche, niche kind of niche kind of, kind of use. Uh, I think I think it's very specific right now. Yes. Oh, yes. Her and Cade. So let's talk about Cade. We... We kind of went on about, uh, you know, we kind of went in on Nomad there for a few minutes. Let's let's talk about Cade. Cade's a little bit more interesting. Um, his nerf wasn't as drastic, but they did, instead of nerfing his actual equipment, they just removed a chunk of it, you know? And I'm pretty sure they removed one of Nomad's charges, or am I misrepresenting I, that? I am not. I will sure. not. Yeah, I will not stand behind that specific clamp no. right now. But that, they did remove one of... Uh, Cade's <clears throat> Electro Claws and uh, I, I don't see him being used now over Bandit. <clears throat> I just don't, especially with his terrible guns and the fact that he's a fatty. I, I don't see him being used over Bandit unless the site itself calls for it. What do you think? Yes, I think the nerf has turned him into, instead of a replacement or slash a straight upgrade from, yeah, yeah. Like, a, like an upgrade from Bandit. Instead, it it seems to be more of a operator you play with Bandit, but um, the problem is that you want to have as much diversity in gadgets and um, utility. So it's a little complicated to just have a Cade and a Bandit. At the same time, you're missing out on <clears throat> something that could be better to have. Yeah, so, I can see... I can see, like, basement on bank being useful for Kayed. <coughs> yes. Uh, um, yeah. uh, what are some other hash-heavy sites? Uh, there's, like, I guess maybe Consulate Garage, maybe, but the hatch is not really played all that much. Laundry, Laundry Oregon. Oregon. Just for that one hatch, though, because he used to have three. You could get all the hatches before. Yeah. Now you got to leave one, so I... If you're only going to get two hatches, what's the point? I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like, you can just as easily mute that front hatch. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think. And I think mute's a more useful operator, especially since he has the SMG 11 now. Yes, that's one of the changes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, back to I think it's to turn him more into a, instead of a fire and forget kind of operator with his utility, a more of an active one in terms of okay I'm gonna 
we're trying to hit Ben at this hatch. I'm gonna try to counter that. And I think that's kind of where they want Kaid to be. An anchor that actively tricks walls and such. <coughs> rather than just, okay, I'm just gonna place these and do whatever. See, I would agree with you, except you have to you have to throw your electro claw like less than a second after the Habana's hit. You don't have a lot of time to trick it, and you can't trick Thermite at all with it. <clears throat> Thermite's too yeah. fast. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what Kate's for, to be completely honest with you at this point. Before, I could see him being used everywhere, all over the place, you know what I mean? Yeah. But now, I mean, yeah, you got some barbed wire, but they, they nerfed how much damage the barbed wire does to you now whenever it's electrified, and I don't know. I just don't see <clears throat> his impact being as much as I thought it was going to be now, you know, especially with that terrible gun. That terrible gun really puts a hampering on it because on defense you already have worse guns than the attackers you know what I mean that's just the way the game works because yeah. you have to jump on them but at one point when your gun is that bad like he has the worst SMG on in the game <laughs> and yeah. um, having the worst SMG in the game automatically means you have the worst primary weapon in the game you know I just can't I cannot see him being useful unless it's on like a certain objective but we'll see I guess when Pro League comes around Eventually, I even have seen players mainly use the 44 pistol over the SMG, SMG and the shotgun. So that's really going to depend on the player, though. Yeah, I mean at high level, mostly. Yeah, it seems that way. So there's there's definitely something that needs to be looked into, if that's the case. Yeah. I um, do completely agree. So let's uh. Unless you have something else to add, I would like to move on to uh, Pro League being postponed again oh, yeah. for the second season in a row. Um, yeah, I just wanted to highlight the changes to the other operators with Mute having an SMD 11 now as a secondary. Um, Sophia, massive. Yeah, Sophia losing one of the concussion grenades. Also um, massive. Yeah, the buff to the SMG 11 in general. Mm-hmm. It does a little more damage, and the recoil was nerfed, I believe, at some point. Yes, the recoil was nerfed before yep. uh, the new season, yeah, <clears throat> which is good. Um, now, that, that change to Sophia is as welcomed as it could ever possibly be. That woman had so much utility. Yeah, she it was, was unreasonable. You remember when she had four concussions and yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, two impacts? Woo! Terribly strong. You could just insane. do everything. I remember playing. Uh, I remember playing a fucking Xbox League match, and we had Sophia. We were on Cafe, <clears throat> and uh, anytime you know we had to attack Bar, we would just shoot all four concussions down um, in the skylight and just drop immediately. <laughs> we would put no effort into it. We'd have Buck open up the hatch, and then when we dropped into uh, skylight, he would drop into hatch, and we would pinch on the site like that, and we would win probably 80% of the time that we did like that. And that's how good that was. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> or we'd use it to plant. We'd go down Oregon stairs and just fucking <clears throat> make the mirror hole even bigger. <laughs> Shoot, uh... Two concussions down hallway, two concussions in the closet, and then ying smoke the fuck out of everything and plant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was busted, dude. That was yeah, a good time. A of, sounds um, a little busted, yeah. 
Oh yeah, but I think the I mean that's a that's a big deal. But Sophia is still going to be super useful. Let's talk yeah. about mute. Let's talk about mute getting the SMG eleven. That's insane. <clears throat> that is a huge deal because mute. The biggest problem people have with mute is his utility is really good, um, and his gun, the MP five, is obviously it's a solid gun. But without an ACOG, it ain't that great. It's just all right. You know what yeah. I mean? So I think I think having a secondary um, <clears throat> on the level of the SMG 11 is really really going to buff his pick rate. Um, like I said, I have not been playing a lot lately because I've been really into CS:GO. Um, but you have been playing more than I have. Have you seen a lot more uh, mute being played? Yes, absolutely. I I see it. I see him a lot more, um, and people are kind of using him in a way as smoke in terms of position and weapons. Mm, mm, where mm, they rock the mm. shotgun and the SMG-11. And really? Then, they're running. Yeah. They're running shotgun SMG-11. Really? Are they? Yes. And they're anchoring with them, huh? Yes. Mm. And it works well. It works very well. That's um, that's that's really fucking interesting. Cause you can mute trick. <laughs> you can mute trick Habanas and shit like that. I guess that'd be yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. Oh. So he has definitely the way people play mute has definitely changed already, and I think. Mm. We're gonna see him a lot more in pro league, and uh, I think he's some in a very good spot right now. I think it's great all the changes. Yeah. When it comes yeah. to general changes, when it comes to general like meta shifts and general changes, this season <clears throat> seems to be a really strong one um, up there with Parabellum. I thought Parabellum was the best season that we had um, since probably oh I don't know probably since Red Crow. No, when was Mira and Jackal added? Um, to me. Red, Red Crow. Red Crow was Habana, right? Red Crow was Havana, yeah. I forgot the name, but it was around that time. It was around that time. Doesn't much I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to find out real quick. Hmm. You know, I have no idea. I cannot find it. Why do I not? I feel like I should know this. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I completely lost my train of thought because Chase being a fuck stick. We'll edit that out. Where, where were we at, by the way? Um, changes to already existing operators, and we're. Mm -hmm. Yes, I was saying. Yeah, I was saying that I think. Uh, I think Win Bastion is probably the best when it comes to meta shift. Uh, since Mira and Jackal were added, um, <clears throat> just with the change they made to operators, the SMG11, um, you know, Zofia losing an impact, things of that nature, just I feel like it's a really healthy change for the game, you know. Um, yes, I I personally like that they're not sing they're not simply building upon what they already have and then uh, looking for feedback after. I think it's great that they're changing things alongside the addition of new operators. I think it, it really spices up the, the game in general and yeah, it makes it a more of a healthy environment and better for players and uh, professional players especially and the scene <clears throat> in general. Yeah, I feel like Ubisoft lately has been doing a really good job with a lot of that, um, especially like the past couple seasons. Like, there's been some busted stuff, obviously, but they've, you know, they banned Lion in Pro League. That's a that's a huge deal. They introduced the evaluation period. That's a huge deal. They've talked about how they're completely reworking Glass. They're completely reworking Lion, and I, I just feel like Ubisoft is kind of starting to get a hold of how to balance this game. 
And um, I, I think the future is pretty bright with Siege right now. Uh, we'll see how they fuck it up later on. Because they like to fuck it up and then fix it. They don't like to do it the other way around. You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <clears throat> so I guess we'll see... Uh, I guess we'll see kind of what they what they do from here, but I'm pretty excited about it. Um, do you have anything else to add? Um, not particularly. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts, however, on this evaluation period and how do you think it's going to play out in the future? Um, I think that we're going to see uh, less bitching on Twitter from pros, which is always a good thing because... Um, Siege pros complain a lot more than, let's say, Counter-Strike pros or, let's say, uh, like, Dota pros and stuff like that. Now, granted, Siege pros have a lot to complain about because their game is constantly being changed, which is, you know, that's fine. That's all well and good. But they complain to the detriment of the game uh, a lot, especially recently, you know, to the detriment of the game for casuals. And, um, you know, I hope with this evaluation becomes a realization that they can... They can kind of look at how Call of Duty balances. You know, I know it's a weird reference all of a sudden, but Call of Duty, how they do their pro league, they ban all kinds of shit that we have, like that casuals have access to. You know what I mean? And I hope maybe they can see that that's kind of a way to go. Like, if the pros really don't like something, and it's a you know, and it's a it's a majority consensus, then maybe it can go up to a vote and Ubisoft can ban that from Pro League. You know what I mean? Instead of just having it in the game and having it change for everybody, just remove it from Pro League so that way the casual audience still gets what they want and the pros can get what they want. You know what I mean? Yes, I think I think it's great because, like you said, there's such a clashing uh, opinion and balance between the pros and the more casual audience that I think this is a great, a great thing. A great thing to happen because, yeah, The game is obviously trying to be balanced for both audiences, and it's not really possible. Um, yeah, and unlike any other game ever made <clears throat> that has like a big esport and a big casual audience, this game, the what, what what casuals play and what pros play, is almost completely different games. You know what I mean? It's not like Counter Strike, where when you're playing matchmaking in Counter Strike, you're generally playing the same games that they play in Pro League, just at a lower level. You know what I mean? Yeah. In Siege, you're not. <laughs> you're playing something completely different. You know what I mean? Like, it's... And I feel like they should really lean into that. You know, they should really lean into the fact that these are, in fact, two different things. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> I think... Um, yeah, I think it's it's something that they should really work on. And, um, well, first and foremost, I would like I would like it to be used properly next season. and <laughs> Don't nerf. Don't nerf shit <laughs> yeah. before... Actually, before yeah. it comes out yeah, yeah that's fucking completely unreasonable um so that's all that's all I have for today since it was just a pilot I didn't think we were gonna go for as long as we did we actually did fucking 50 minutes almost yeah I had fun <laughs> I'm glad you did there buddy do you have anything else you want to add uh not particularly nothing comes okay. to mind okay well we're gonna record another show uh this Sunday We're going to be covering uh, <clears throat> ESL Pro League Finals in Odense, Odense, however you pronounce that. We're going to be covering uh, the U.S. Nationals, what, what ended up going on there in Vegas. Um, I, I, you know, there's probably some other topics we could talk about, and we're going to have a best of Reddit feature at the end of the show, <laughs> which is going to be just it's going to be flawless. I honestly can't wait. And uh, yeah, I think that's I think that's going to do it. Do you have anything else to add, Ansels? 
Um, I no, not really. I think uh, we said plenty, and yeah, not really have anything else to say. All right, I will say this one more time. If you guys want to reach us, if you guys want to tweet us with your concerns, criticisms, or questions, you can find us uh, at EntryFragPod, all one word on Twitter. And uh, hit us up there. Send us a follow. We'd really appreciate it. And uh, thank you guys for listening.